الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا صدق الله العظيم Most honorable ulama, respected hufad, elders and brothers in Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran Kareem has given a description of the ulul albab, those who are intelligent. In our society and community, we understand an intelligent person to be one who when he achieves a report card, when he's given his report card, he's got the best of achievement in terms of his percentages. We understand an intelligent person to be one who has graduated with a degree from a reliable and a reputable school, college, university, etc. So and so is a brain box. He's the intelligent person. He came out first in his class. He came out top 10, etc. But the Quran Kareem gives us the real meaning of an intelligent person. If you want to understand who is an intelligent person, then look in the Quran Kareem. Inna fi khalqi samawati wal ardi wa akhtilafi al-layli wa nahari la ayatin liulil albab. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Verily, in the creation of the heavens and the earth, and the changing of days and nights, لَآيَاتٍ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ Verily, there are signs for the intelligent people, the أُولُو الْأَلْبَابِ and then further Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then gives a description of who are the intelligent people. What are the qualities of the intelligent people? 
الَّذِينَ يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ They have four salient qualities in them. يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهِ They remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while standing. They remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while sitting. And they remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while they are laying down. And number four, they ponder on the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this earth and in the heavens. These are the ulul albab, the intelligent people. With the primary quality being dhikrullah, yadhkuroon Allah. They remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On one occasion, a certain murid, a disciple of a certain sheikh, was on his journey going to meet his sheikh. He was going for his majlis, he was going to meet him, take some advices from him, benefit from him. So from the place he was traveling from his hometown, he was walking, so he was a bit tired, he decided to take some rest under a tree. He lays down in the shade of the tree and he hears some birds chirping on the tree. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it such that this person understood what the birds are talking. And that is not impossible for a person. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his power can give anybody the understanding of the languages of animals. And this is evident in the Quran and Kareem as well. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave Nabi Dawood alayhi salatu wasalam and Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam the knowledge of the languages of the birds. They would understand what the birds are saying and speaking. Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam understood the language of the animal and what the ant and what the ant was communicating to its fellow friends. So it is possible for a person to understand what an animal or a bird or an insect is saying. So he picked up from this conversation that so and so Shaykh, meaning his Shaykh, has passed away. He left this world. So this person was perplexed. He said, you know, I've undertaken such a long journey. I'm almost there by my sheikh and these birds are saying that my sheikh has passed away. He said, you know, I am no prophet, I am no nabi. It is possible that what these birds are saying is the truth. It is possible that these birds are assuming something as well. It is possible that I have got the wrong understanding of what they are saying. So he said, I've come all the way here. I'd rather continue my journey. If my sheikh is alive, I will meet him. If he has passed on, I will be present in his janazah. So he carries on with his journey. And when he reaches his destination, he finds that his sheikh is alive. After the majlis and 
taking advices, listening to the advices of his sheikh. He then narrates the episode and the incidents that had transpired on his journey coming to his sheikh. He said, Hazrat, when I came, on the way I stopped under, I took some rest under some tree, I was in the shed enjoying myself, took some rest, and I heard these birds were saying, that you know you passed away. What a time we are living in that animals are even lying. Forget human beings, even animals have started lying. So the sheikh said, wait, wait. He started pondering over what he had done during the day. I woke up at this time. After that I was engaging tilawat of Quran. After that I was studying some hadith. After that I went to give a lesson somewhere. Then he remembers that there was a certain time that he was not doing anything. So he asks his murid, he asks his disciple that, tell me the exact time of this incident. So he said it was at this time. So he says that is the exact time that I was negligent of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And hence Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the birds to say that that person has passed away. So a person who is negligent of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is as good as a corpse, as a dead person. And this is mentioned in the hadith. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَثَلُ الَّذِي يَذْكُرُ رَبَّهِ The example of a person who remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَالَّذِي لَا يَذْكُرُ And that person who does not remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like one who is alive and one who is dead. A person who remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is alive. His heart is alive. And the person who is negligent of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is like a dead person. So in the Quran Kareem, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on many places, many occasions, is reminding us and warning us about his remembrance. The verse of the Quran Kareem that I recited, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu dhkuru allaha dhikran kathira. O you who have brought iman, udhkuru allaha dhikran kathira. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in abundance. On the contrary, وَمَنْ يَعْشُ عَنْ ذِكْرِ الرَّحْمَانِ نُقَيِّضْ لَهُ شَيْطَانًا فَهُوَ لَهُ قَرِينَ وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكًا وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى One who is negligent of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what will his condition be? نُقَيِّضْ لَهُ شَيْطَانًا Shaytan will become his friend. And shaytan will tell him to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person who stays away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكَ He will have a difficult life. His life will become difficult for him. 
It may be an issue with earning a livelihood. I've got such a big business set up. Business has been quiet for the last 10 months. My profits are going down. If a person has a well-established business, one day he is sick, one day his wife is sick, one day his children are sick. He doesn't have peace of mind and peace of heart. He comes to the masjid, something happens to him. He goes to his workplace, he's arguing and fighting with somebody. He's at home, he's negligent of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He forgets his wife, he forgets his children. He doesn't fulfill the rights of his employers, the rights of his employees, the rights of his fellow human beings around him. His wife, his children, the neighbors, etc. Life becomes miserable for a man. A person once came to our offices, the Jamiyatul Ulama. He said, Mufti Sahib, Allah has given me a business. Allah has given me a house. Allah has given me a wife. Allah has given me children. Allah has given me the best of conveyances. But I'm just not happy. And the first thing we asked him was, Bhai, are you reading your salah? Are you making tilawat of Quran and Kareem? Zero. So that is ma'ishatan danka. You will have a difficult and miserable life. You may have all the assets and commodities of this world, but Allah, lo and behold, listen carefully, Allah, only with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you will find peace of heart. A person can have nothing in this world. Humankind can do wrong to him. His own brothers and sisters can usurp his wealth and inheritance. He can be a beggar and a pauper. He doesn't have nothing in this world. But he has namaz. He has the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is living a life far better and far more peaceful than that person who may have all the commodities and assets of this world. But he doesn't have the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This doesn't mean... That a person should now sit with the tasbih the whole day, saying Allah, Allah, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, reciting Quran, performing salah, not earning a livelihood. No, it doesn't mean that. Also, it doesn't mean that a person should take out five minutes in the morning, make some zikr, and the rest of the day he forgets about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is also incorrect. A person should make such an effort on his heart and on his iman that at every moment of his life, when his heart is beating, it is beating Allah, Allah, Allah. It reminds him that I'm entering the masjid, my intention should be correct. I am about to go to the marketplace. I will utilize my eyes correctly. 
I will avoid listening to any kind of music and haram. I will not touch that which Allah has forbid me from, from touching and, and feeling. So the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it becomes in his life such a thing that it is as though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with him wherever he is and he is watching over him. And that is what is required. أَن تَعْبُدَ اللَّهَ كَأَنَّكَ تَرَاهُ فَإِن لَمْ تَكُنْ تَرَاهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاهُ We have to reach the level of ihsan. That a person merely having iman suffices on that? No. He will go one step further. And he will try to reach this level of ihsan. That wherever he is, whatever he is doing, he has the consciousness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking over him. وَهُوَ مَعَكُمْ أَيْنَمَا كُنْتُمْ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with you wherever you may be. So a person is remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It becomes natural in his anatomy that he is thinking of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is looking at a tree. He is not just looking at a tree that is giving shade. He is not looking at a tree that is giving fruits. He is not looking at a tree that is beautiful because it is beautified by flowers and different colors. But what is he looking at in the tree? He is looking at the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a tree. How the tree is standing. How many branches are coming out of the tree. And how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the tree to carry such a huge weight on it. How deep the roots of the tree are going. If he's looking around him, he's looking at the buildings around him. How that building is standing. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control of everything that is around him. That is an intelligent person. وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ We are seated here. Above us is the ceiling. How many pillars are around us that are supporting the ceiling? But the moment we step out, the sky is our roof. But there is not one pillar supporting the sky. So he will think. And he will ponder. On the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything will remind him about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is what is required by making constant dhikr, by making a lot of dhikr, by remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in abundance. And when a person reaches such a level, he makes such an effort for that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it such that when his eye will see, he'll see the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When his tongue will speak, it will speak only good about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When his tongue will move or say something, it will be in regard to something that is beneficial for him in this world or the hereafter. He will utilize his energy and his body 
only in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next step he takes will be a step coming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he uses his hands, he will only use it for that which takes him close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If he raises his hand, he's raising it, coming close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's involved in his business. His business is enveloped and governed by the rulings and commands of Islam and Sharia. His marriage, his nikah, and his livelihood with his children and his wife, his parents, those around him, his neighbors, is governed by fulfilling the rights of those that are around him. After he passes away, he has ensured that his wasiyat, his will, his last testament, his bequest, everything is in order with the commands of Allah and his Habib sallallahu alayhi wa So everything in his life, his salah, his business, his dealings with his family, the way he's conducting himself while he's traveling, becomes that which is the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us amongst those who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in abundance. And dhikrullah by our tongue is so simple and so easy that a person is not required to be in the state of wudu to take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so great the remembrance and the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so great that the existence of this world is dependent on taking the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sayyiduna Anas bin Malik radiallahu ta'ala who says, narrating from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, لَا تَقُومُ السَّاعَةُ حَتَّى لَا يُقَالَ فِي الْأَرْضِ اللَّهِ اللَّهِ That the day of Qiyamah will not come until there is a single person or there is a single thing on this earth that is taking the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala grant us the understanding and make us amongst those who are alive, those whose hearts are alive and those whose lives are aligned and alive with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. Wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.